Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Thank you, Chef. I wonder what he thinks. Everybody makes everything about that. What Steph wants, Steph gets, right? If we believe that, then he wants Clay Thompson on the bench. Um, does he want Clay Thompson to be a Warriors next year? I'm thinking probably. But um, I don't know, man. This is a, to me. This is an interesting one, and this is this is the question. And what we're asking is, is for the remainder of Steph Curry's current contract, because who knows what's going to happen after that. But uh, but two more years. Who's the two? Is it Jonathan Kaminga? Is it Andrew Wiggins? Is it Clay Thompson? Or is it somebody else? And I have no idea how they get somebody else on their roster. Uh, but then again. Uh, they're clearly open to some pretty creative stuff. They called Jeannie Buss a couple of weeks ago about acquiring LeBron James. So I have no doubts about Joe Lacob uh, being aggressive. I would say, and, and this is the difficulty for Steve, I would say I'd love for it to be Jonathan Kamenga. You say he's not quite ready? You're probably right. But how do you get him ready if you don't sort of act now like he's already that guy yeah and, and i think they are acting yeah, that way well they were they were but the last six games they're not and if they're, they're oh well but what about this season what about this season like really what about it what about it like what are you really risking by saying okay all right jonathan sink or swim 30 minutes number two option do it what are you really risking? You're not risking that much. Right. And I, I think that they've done, by and large, they've done that. And I know he's not quite averaging 30 minutes, but you also have to remember he's 21 years old and there's a certain amount of, you know, not baby steps, but you can't just throw a guy out there and have him go from where he was last year. And I looked at the, the game log in the playoffs. He played a total of 62 minutes over the course of their 13 playoff games. He had a couple of DNPs. He had some two- and four-minute stretches. He was basically relegated. It was a relegation sensation, Mark, is what it was, Cha-ching. to the end of the bench. He was, he was not given an opportunity to play because he didn't earn those minutes. So he does all the work in the offseason. He comes back this year, and he got a lot better. He got more confident. His offensive game has improved. Defensively, I still think he's got some improving to do. Offensively, he does too. And now this year, he's averaging 26 minutes a night. So what you're advocating is that he gets another four minutes a night. Five more, yep. I think that you can do that. And at times, he's done that. He's played more. But you still want to win games. Yeah. And I'm not saying that five more minutes would mean now you're going to lose games. I think that at the end of the year, he'll be around 26, 27, 28 minutes a night. And that is a nice step up from last year across the board. He's played more. He's scored more. He's played better. He's gotten better. And maybe if he takes another step in the offseason, 
Maybe next year he could be your two. But I'd like to see him develop an offensive game that's more than just, you know, let me get to the rim and um, occasionally knocking down a shot. Right, I, and I feel that. I agree with you on that. Uh, we're getting early exit polling information from who's the two. Kaminga, Wiggins, Clay, or none of the above. Who do you think's uh, who do you think's winning the race right now? Oh, Kaminga. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. Kaminga! Again, very early. Very early. We haven't gone to any of the wealthy counties yet. We have no idea where this is gotcha. going to go. We'll get the board out here and start punching up counties here quickly. Uh, no, Jonathan Kaminga is uh, at 52%. Who do you think number two is? Oh, it's uh, none of the above. Yeah, that's it. I would right. guess. None yeah. of the above is at 27%. Clay's got 12%. Wiggs has got 10%. But that's changing by the minute as more votes are rolling in. They are rolling in. And the reason why I think none of the above is let's just assume that this year ends the way this year started and this year has gone, which is you're kind of stuck in the middle. You wind up in the play-in, you either do or you don't, and then you're a first-round victim of whatever team you have to face because they have not done well against the top teams in either conference. So if that's the way this goes... 46 and 36, you're the eight, you make it out of the play-in, and you lose to OKC or Minnesota. Joe Lacob, I think, goes into the open marketplace in the offseason, and he goes back to the drawing board, and he does whatever he can to find him a number two. Because Joe Lacob knows, and Mike Dunleavy Jr., or Mike Dunleavy, rather, we've dropped the junior, mm -hmm. and Steve Kerr, they all know that they need to get better. And how do you do that? How do you do it? Well, you get your young players to be better, and they have been, and you like what you have coming back, TJD and Pods, and certainly Kaminga. Moody's an interesting one. He might be on the move somehow, some way. But if you're Joe Lacob, you look at this team going into next year and say, how do I find one of these number twos that Mark Willard was talking about? Mm -hmm. Quentin and Charlotte wants to weigh in. We'll, uh, we'll take your calls Throughout the hour, 888-957-9570. Hey, Quentin, what are you doing? Hey, how's it going? How, how are you guys doing? I'm, yeah, I'm coming from Charlotte. Uh, I'm a longtime uh, Warrior fan. Um, been living in the Bay for years. Now I live in Charlotte. I want to I wanna weigh in on this. What, what place are we in? We're in like ninth and 10th, right? 10th. 10th yeah. right now, yes. Okay, okay. Why does Kerr have the mindset? I'm not trying to bash Kerr. Why does he have the mindset as if they're in first place and you don't want to tweak anything and you don't want to, you don't, it, it, it's, it's fixed. So you don't want to break it. In other words, I understand that he told Mo Moody, he told, uh, told Moody or spoke to him that he doesn't have enough time for him. You do that when you're, if you're in first place and you, and you can't break people in, but you have plenty of, uh, you have plenty of time. In other words, you have to keep tweaking aggressively to see what you have that you're not exposing. Uh, I happen to also, my other point is, I happen to also think that he's sleeping on some of the talent on the bench. And what I'm saying is, I happen to see that Santos, Santos is special. And I don't know if anybody checked this guy out, but I'm telling you, that, that guy is special, and I think, those are the type of things that you need to see what you have. Because what they have right now, I think they have enough talent, but I don't think he's aggressively trying to see if 
he has some secret weapons. And okay. I happen to think he does. So, Quentin, uh, there, there, there's a portion of, of your comment with which I disagree, and I'll, I'll mention that in a moment. But the first thing I want to do is ask you a question because you're not the only one who thinks the way you're thinking. And I heard calls on this earlier today on our station. What is it that it, what, what's the fascination with Key Santos? What is it you see? You know, I, I, I think he's I think he has some skills around the basket. I think he's very clever and he, he's really sneaky, aggressive, and he's actually. Hit- hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Knocking down his three. Anytime he gets open, he's knocking down that three. He, he's... He's real witty. He can pass. He can do it all. And, and, and did you see that game against Indiana? Did you see what he did? He played in, in meaningful time, and he was he was a game changer. And even uh, Pod said that. P- Pods after the game, he said he's a game changer. And for some reason. Hmm. We're not in first place. Why doesn't Kirk go back to him and say, hey, man, let's see what you got? Well, here, here's why. And, Quentin, this is the part. I, it's not even so, so much a disagreement as, as just an answer. So, like you're saying, why doesn't he pull Moody and Guy Santos aside and, and, and talk to him and, and actually put him in the game? You know who would be in his office after the game if Steve Kerr did that? Ooh. Steph Curry. That, that, that's the answer to your question. Um, and Quentin, thank you very much. It's a really good call, but we're going back to the same conversation that I feel like we go back to a lot, which is many of you would like the Warriors to both win and develop at the same time, and you can't do it. And if your opinion is, and Quentin has this opinion, we're well, in 10th place. Who cares? I get it. As a fan, I get it. But I'll tell you who cares. Steph Curry cares. Draymond. Draymond Green cares. Clay. Clay Thompson cares. CP3. Wiggins might care. Steve. Steve. Ron Adams. Joe. Hugh. All of them. Like, you can think they're chasing ghosts, and I get it. It's not a crazy opinion, but the way they're looking at it is you got to keep tightening the screws on something that's not been that far off from working and quite frankly, it's not that far off from from when it actually did work. They've not been that far off even since then. When you go championship and then game six of round two and now 10 wins in 13 games, they're going to look at you and go, why not Guy Santos? And they're going to go sit down. Let me tell you all the reasons why not Guy Santos. Right. He has shot the ball 34 times in his career. Made half of them. In the NBA. He's made half of them. It's exciting, but this is a man who's played 14 games in his career. Yeah. And so I just think this is backup quarterback syndrome. This is constant in sports. You see something that's sitting on there on the bench, and it does a thing or two like one time, and you're like, that's the answer. It's like, no, that's an incredibly young, inexperienced player that's not going to help you win in the NBA yet because that's yeah. just not the way it works. A little bit of the Kyle Harrison phenomenon, too, with the Giants where everyone wanted to see him up in June and July, and yep. if he if he wasn't ready, 
and he can't really help you win and you're still trying to chase wins, then you're not going to do it. And when you're the 10 seed, if even if this was before you had the cockamamie play-in tournament, <laughs> if the top eight went and you're 10 and a half out and you're three and a half out of the eight, you still wouldn't be in white flag mode, which is what you're advocating if you want Guy Santos to play meaningful minutes. Yes, he can play a little bit. And he played great yeah. against Indiana. He's an interesting player. And he had 15 player. points. That's and why he's up. That's right. And he's 21. And you look at your team, and you've got a 21 Jonathan Kaminga, 21-year-old, who in his third year is now gaining traction and really starting to, to be impactful. And even TJD, who's older, I think he's 24, he can't crack the rotation because he doesn't have the experience to be a part of a winning team. And they still think that they are a... Winning team. If they were in Memphis's spot in the standings, 13 seed and 10 games out of the 10 seed, yeah, you'd see Guy Santos and Quinones and Draymond Green would probably be out with lower back tightness. That's <laughs> true. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMC FM and HC1, San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. I don't ever want this to sound like you know, I like. I don't think Moses Moody can do this, and and Guy Santos can't do that. But like, we do. You get fascinated with these people who are sitting over there, and it's like they're sitting over there for a reason. And if you ever find yourself asking why not, huh, there's an answer. There's a very clear, in fact, lengthy list of answers to why not. You can call it a goose chase, but the bottom line is the Warriors are not there yet as a franchise. Right. You are not in, ah, who gives a crap mode. You're just not. And and even if you were, you'd act like you weren't just for Steph because he's earned it. He's earned it. You're not there. You're not looking at Steph Curry going, okay, here's our plan. We're going to see what Gee's got. Right. And then we'll go from there. When you're in the middle of a 10 out of 13 run to get yourself into the playoff picture. You're fighting for your life right now. You, I mean, sort of. Are you? They're going to make at least the play-in. Right. At least the play-in. But if you're in the 9 or 10, your chances of, of getting out of that, let alone then facing the one seed? Are not good. But no. But you know damn well. You, we can do the show right now. You want to do the show right now? It's April. You want to do it? Let's do it. Okay. The Warriors are the 10 seed. You want to do the show in April? What's, what's, sure, what's, Mark. I'd love well, to. I'll probably take that one off. But anyway, <laughs> like, what are we, what are we going to say? What are we going to say if the Warriors are the 9 seed in the play-in tournament? <sighs> Nobody mean, wants to face this team. Don't let them come out of the play-in and face the Minnesota Timberwolves in round one with championship DNA. Yeah, the pedigree. You got Steph. You got Draymond. You've got Clay. Maybe Wiggins will rebirth. Boy, you don't want to face them. I cannot wait for a playoff series this year and the the Whitley Sandretto, our uh, social media manager, <laughs> yeah. and the prediction graphic. Because, you know, normally it's been like Warriors in six, Warriors in seven. I got Mavs in six. Right. Thank you, Steiny. No matter what. It's been cookie cutter. But this time, I mean, if they face the, the T-Wolves in a 1-8 in a scenario, Man, you're going to have some hosts picking against the Dubs. Did anybody pick the Kings last year? Did we do it last year? We did. I actually looked at the graphic recently. We I, all took the Warriors. In six. I think so. Did anyone Somebody might have had seven. I'm trying to remember. There was a couple fives in there, too. Oh, yeah. 
I think I had it in six, if I'm not mistaken. You and I both. I definitely had it in six, yeah. The, the yeah, one yeah. that's a puzzle to me, and then we'll go back to the phones, 888-957-9570. Forget Guy Santos. I think he's got some upside. Yeah, he's an interesting player, young prospect. Like What the hell with Moses Moody? Now, I'm not saying Moses Moody is a future all-star, but he's the one that I'm a little bit puzzled by, Mark, because there are times when he's back in the rotation and he plays well. There are times when he's back in the rotation and he's a little bit okay, iffy. Why Why is Steve Kerr down on Moses Moody? I don't know if it necessarily works that way. I get what you're saying. You know darn well, Steve, if you phrased it to him that way, it would be like, I'm not down on Moses Moody at all. Of course, he said it multiple times. Okay, so whose minutes is he taking? Right. No, I'm asking you. Well, anybody, I, yeah. you, you go ahead and represent everybody out there right now. Why not Moody? What did Moody do? Okay, whose minutes does he get? Yeah, there aren't that many minutes to go around. I mean, you could answer Quinones, I guess. Yeah. That, that is a little, it's fascinating, but they're also not quite the same. That's not really the same position. Quinones is a smaller and quicker guard. Moody's got some beef to him. I know they all play wings, but yep. they're, they're not the same. They're not the same. And he doesn't have the same feisty intangibles as GP2. So yeah, well that's a that's a good defensive player and a rim finisher, right? Yeah. You'd rather have GP two for sure. So I just think about the future of this this team, and as they try to free up money, looking at who's going to be your two next year. If it is a fill in the blank guy in an <sighs> ideal world, Chris Paul goes and his thirty goes with it. Clay comes back on a bargain, and you trade Wiggins and Moody. For for something something that may that I like you might be right Wiggins might, Moody and a pick I've had the same thought you might be spot on and and maybe but maybe also, you throw in Gee well one of the reasons we're we're saying it that way is because it sort of appears like that's the only option right like right now that's what it feels like I don't know what'll happen next but it kind of feels like that's your tradable asset and I think it is a big favorite the idea of Clay staying versus going I think that's the but. But who knows, you know? So I, I don't the know, other man. piece, and before we go back to the yeah. phones, uh, Kavon Looney, and well, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, it, it's a hard one to face, but his contract for next year is not fully guaranteed. He's on the books for eight million, so he might be. I mean, he might be victimized by this need to get more athletic no. and, and find a two. Like you all, you, you like athletically, I said earlier that Aaron Gordon is not what he used to be. And you guys kind of looked at me sideways. She was like, he's only 28. How old's come on? He's 28. They're, yeah. Like yeah. same. He's just not like physically. I mean, he's become a liability on offense. There's no other way. I mean, he can't finish. He cannot finish around the rim yeah. at all. He's so it's, it's tough. It's we've, we said it last year. It's tough to have Looney and Draymond on the court at the same time. And Draymond's on the court a lot. Yeah. So um, it, I get it. I just think the Warriors have become this team where for a lot of us here, the fan base, and again, I fully understand it. I really do. The emotional side of it I get, but because there is no two, traditional two, because there's been very little consistency, we have become a fan base that flat out falls in love with whoever's on the bench and yells at Steve for not putting him in. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, then someone else is coming out. I mean, you'd think that the fan base would be like, oh, 10 out of, thir- out of 13. So what you're doing is working. 
but everyone's lined up to be like Moody and Gee. Yeah. And, well, More no. Moody than Gee, but Hot, yeah. Right, but 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 10 out of 13 and they can't all play. Right. This is an NBA game. Have you ever seen like all the players take their warm-ups off? No, I've not. A bunch of guys that couldn't get in the game for Charlotte and they're brutal. But there were a bunch of guys in their little outfits over there that ne never did anything but stand up and cheer when someone finally made a shot. Like, that's, that's, that's just how it is. It's too many guys. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 